We're presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen here inside the studio, joined by Jets running back Michael Carter. How does it feel to be a veteran now? Man, you, you let them tell it. I'm not yet, but I feel like, you know, I feel good about it. Yeah. It's been, it's been cool to not have to go to rookie meetings. Yeah, what was the difference in terms of preparing for last year's spring as opposed to this year's? <laughs> I think, I think to be honest, I have more time to prepare, which is great because then it's allowing me to take my game to the next level. And, um, that's what we're all trying to do, right? So, um, no disrespect to the rookie program, but man, you get home, you don't want to do anything else, but you have to. So <laughs> that's just what it is. And so now I get to be able to like plan my day out the way I want it to. And so, um, I feel like that's only going to make my game better. What did you learn about being a prof uh, professional last year? Yeah, the one thing one thing I learned about last year is 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 it's a consistency league, and you can't just have one good game. You got to do it every weekend and every day. Not even just on the weekends. Like you got to do it every single day. Like I look up to a guy on his team, and I probably don't tell him enough, but but CJ Mosley, huh. and and I look at him and I look at George Fant. As as two real like OGs, like those are guys that have played in this league and and they just they do every single thing the right way. And so like I really appreciate them and the way that their professionalism and you know, it rubs off on me and, and you ask people around the building, you know, I'm professional in what I do too, but um I I thank my parents for the way they raised me. Um I thank the high school that I went to, you know, those experiences in high school are are nothing short of important. And um, UNC as well, just molded me into a grown man. And then here just having someone to show me the ropes of this league. So that's been, it's been really cool. And along with Tim McComber, I can't believe I left him out. But. Hey, you got him in there. Yeah, I did, I got him last <laughs> So It's interesting, you chose an offensive lineman and an inside linebacker yeah. there. Yeah, 100%. And you know, it doesn't, a lot. Of, I guess like a lot of teams that you'll see like, you know, Guys stay on their side of the ball. But not this team, man. I really feel like last year it was a – we were all friends and we was all locked in and stuff. But just being back here has just been the best thing, I feel like, for me, not even from a training standpoint because, like, you know, training is – it is what it is. Training is going to be training. But being around guys that you really love and, and want to fight for has is, is been super cool. Getting back to your family, do you think it takes a village to raise someone? You just talked about your parents. Yeah. We we know your brothers played as well, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I do feel like that. And I'm so thankful for my village that I had and just growing up and being able to give them nothing without them. And I tell them as, as, many, as much as I can. My problem is communication, where I don't really like picking my phone up like that. I don't really like calling, texting. So I send voice memos so I can just say what I want to say and then that's it. That's interesting. I'll text. I'm not like an old man, but. Right. You know. But you're not much of a phone call guy. Nah. I mean, it'd be like more like a FaceTime, like, hey, all right, what's the plan? All right, bye. Right. But if I haven't talked to you in a while, I'll be like, you know, send a voicemail. Send a voicemail. Yo, what's up, man? Like, for thinking about you, love you, praying for you, stuff like that. Just so they can hear it. They can hear my voice, too. That's cool. Yeah. What, what do you take from your parents? So much. And I know that I'm never going to be able to pay him back, even if I get a $1 billion contract. 
I, I can never pay him back just because the all the all the the foundation that they set for me and um just being able to have a fa- they wasn't super strict on me and they allowed me to make decisions on my own. They had they had rules like some rules like but it was all about respect. My life was all about respect. So they they put that you know they instilled that in me and then the rest was up to me because you know when you leave for college they're not there. Right. And, but that shouldn't be your first time you're making decisions on your own. And they allowed me to, like, really just flourish and be myself. Where were you in the ranking order as far as oldest, youngest? I'm in the middle. So I'm I'm one of three. And then um, I have a sister that's, like, way younger than me. She's, like, 11. But my older brother is 27, 28, just turned 28 because I just turned 23. And my younger brother is 21. He'll be 22 this year. So I'm in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, your parents, what did they do? Did somebody stay home or they both work? Yeah, so so they was they was in the military. Yeah. Both of them. So actually, my dad and my mom separated. I don't know what year, but I was probably like six or seven. But I remember that they still lived close to each other. So it was like almost like nothing really happened. But they just didn't want to stay in the same room or something. But uh they did like they literally did so much for me and like they taught me so much about respect and just like discipline and but also like enjoying life and being yourself and having fun laughing family and it's amazing because you know you hear like military and you're thinking like oh my gosh you grew up like gi joe right and <laughs> and i grew up like the complete opposite of that like my parents like my especially my dad like, my dad was like look yeah they're not going to the military like y'all Either, I mean, military can be an option for you, but, you know, you guys love football, so why don't you just do what you love? And so now I'm in the NFL. With your downtime, are you kind of a guy who you just mentioned that you don't pick up the phone to call? It's more, hey, what's going on? What are we going to do? Yeah. Are you kind of person who's always got to be on the move? Because I know for me, I got to have a schedule the next day. I got to yeah. know what I'm going to do. You know, it's funny, like, I, most days I'm all by myself and I like it that way. But also I am social, like I am social. So like I need that. But I find myself sometimes like feeling drained if I'm around people for so long. Oh, really? So, um, yeah, I just, I got to have my, my alone time. It's like super important for me. Like I got to have, so. Um, but also like I just love being around good people, good energy and, I, it just charges me back up, too. So it's, it's complex. I'm, I'm weird, but it's all right. Uh, you ain't weird. <laughs> you you might be complex. Yeah, no Maybe. doubt. And I think people are complex. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I'm also I'm not that I'm not that complex. I'm just I just be chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of chilling, what have you been doing this off season? Because you told me before we started taping here on the pod that you've been on the move quite a bit. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, so, you know, I trained down at Bomberitos in, in uh, Miami. And that's where I was probably until, like, until I got up here. And it's so hard because everybody's, you know, this is what you should do for all season. You should take this amount of time off. Yeah. Um. So I went to L.A. for a Panini event right after the season. Like the, the rookie premiere closing, pretty much. And then two weeks later, I went right back for the Super Bowl weekend. And... Um, I did like some media there and then I just got back to training. Like I was already training before I left for LA, but 
I got to see I got to see the country a little bit, Bay Area. I, I went out to um it's so funny. So I went out to I got tattoo. Shout out to Dave. Yeah. Um I was in I was in Richmond, California and a lot of people I don't know if people know this, but like Elijah Vera Tucker is from is from um Oakland. Yes. So of course I locked in with him when I was out there. It was me, Dave, Elijah, and then uh Milo Camilo Eifler, who used to play with us. Um we just walked around uh, walked around San Francisco, tried uh, in and out. What do you think? Okay. It's all right. I mean, it's all right. Are you a burger guy? Yeah, 100%. But I, I don't eat them a lot anymore. Um, But I'm 100% a burger guy. Uh, yeah. I'm about to go to Five Guys after this. <laughs> it's my day off. I get to, I get to um, Thursdays, I get to trick off a little bit. Uh, so what I got to know about barbecue in North Carolina? Oh, they got the, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. They got the best barbecue sauce. Yeah. Because they got like, it's like vinegar based. So, but I got that from my dad because I'm, I'm, I grew up in Florida. Right. But my dad's from South Carolina. So he put me on at an early age. So I'm just, I'm blessed to be able to have that experience my whole life. What are you ordering if you're in one of the Carolinas and you're getting a barbecue? I, uh, man, um. Are you chicken or pork? Or you I'm, pork more, guy? I'm not gonna lie. I don't really like pork. Okay, I think it's kind of nasty actually. Um, but and I don't really eat red meat no more. I guess, but I I really do enjoy brisket. Like I love brisket. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I like brisket a lot. So probably some brisket. All right. Yeah. Hey, so at the combine, Joe Douglas, your GM, dropped a young MC reference. Do you like that nickname? Uh, hey, I don't know. I yeah, I like it. I it think, work right. I, I think I like it because because of how he said it in the context that he said it. Um, I appreciate Joe, and and you know the way he does stuff. But also, I do, with that being said, I do think the nickname needs work. Oh really? A little bit. All right, fans. I'd rather go by the voice. The voice. Mm. The voice. You can tell us why. Just because uh, I feel like I know what to say. I like and, that. And I can I can be that, that voice for people who are thinking something, but maybe they don't feel the courage to say it. Because one thing about me, I'm going to be myself every time. So I'm more than happy to you know say what's on my mind. There's no doubt about that. I, I like the voice. I do like Young MC, but we got to go with what you think. And but it, but also, like, I feel like also nicknames can't be just like I can't give myself one. I have to be given that. Uh, but I kind of think from afar, just to watching the way you operate, the respect mm -hmm. that you have earned from both your teammates and also people inside the building, including Joe Douglas, is that we got to listen to the voice. That's real. That's <laughs> real. No, I, and I and I appreciate that. I feel humbled by that. Zach Wilson comes back here this spring yeah. at 221 pounds. He yeah. ended last season at 208 pounds. Before I ask you about Zach, how did you approach the offseason physically? Because you go through 17 games. I know you don't play in each of them, but you played for in most of those games over the course of your rookie season. Yeah. What What do you have to do as far as your body is concerned? Man, I, I feel like it's so... I feel like it's a lot different of a of a game than college where college is college is super physical. 
So physical. Because you got guys that are really never, ever going to play again. And that's just what it is. And I feel like in the NFL, and I talked to my friend uh, Javante Williams about this sometimes. Yes. I just feel like some guys are like, you know, it's a different league. I don't say I don't want to single anybody out, but it's just a different league in terms of um, it's a very techni technique based league where like if your technique's not on point, then it's a game of inches even more than ever before. So your technique has to be on point as opposed you can't just run full speed and try to take somebody's head off as a, say as a linebacker because guys like me, running backs and, and, and receivers and tight ends, you know, we're, we're training to make everybody miss and, you know, get skinny, not just try to boom, like brute force, run everybody over. We don't get paid to run people over. We get paid to score touchdowns. <laughs> so it's a game of it's a game of technique and longevity and health. So um obviously, you know, all of us play hard, but I think it is different from that perspective and it creates a different a different feel of the game, in my opinion. WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. So that's interesting. So maybe college, since a lot of guys know there is no next step after this, because most people play college ball, even if it's at the high level, Division One, they're not yeah. playing in the National Football League. They might play with more reckless abandon, and maybe yeah. in the National Football League, you got, it's, it's more of a thinking man's game. Yeah, well, it's, it's, most of the game is is well. I used to hear, you know, you used to hear like, you know, ninety percent of football is mental. If I'm being honest, I never felt like that until I got to the NFL. I always felt like I'm just better than everybody else. But that's my mindset. Not necessarily that it's always true. But that's my mindset going into it. Like, I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident as a player. And we used to have this joke when I was in college. Like, I had a disease called, you got to show me. <laughs> you got to show me disorder. <laughs> but just because it was a joke. But. Like, I really feel like that's how, you know, show me my opponent. And and a lot of guys in our locker room are like that. Like, we don't care who we playing. I don't even, I'm not going to lie. Like, last year, I didn't really, after probably like week six or seven, I had to stop looking at the schedule. Because it doesn't matter. All these teams are good. Yeah. So, show me the personnel. And then we'll go from there. We'll go, show me the personnel. You know, like, you know, tendencies, and then we'll go from there. Just because, like, at the end of the day, no matter who we play, I got to do my job. So, I think that's that's a that's, that's another thing I learned last year. Body wise, so yeah, body. Um, gotta take care of it. Like, I'm talking like immediately. Like, but I, what did you do this off season that might have been different? Oh yeah, um, I think it's like Zach came back two twenty one. Yeah, I think for me, it's um it's one thing to gain weight because I can I can. It's kind of hard for me to gain weight a little bit, but um, I can do it. It's very doable. Mm -hmm. It's just something I have to like put my mind to doing. And when I got here last year, I, I think I was like 202, 201. And then I would drop and like my weight fluctuates so easy. And so I think also like a part of like as I'm getting older, like I'm able to put some more good weight on. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably like a 
I'm probably like around two or three right now. But like a, a sturdy two or three where like I'm not my weight's not dropping every day. Like some days like my weight would be like two oh two, two oh one and then one day I'll be like one ninety five on like a Wednesday. Oh really? And then I had to get back up by Sunday. And I could do it and it's no problem. But I was so used to doing it. But now it's like my I don't even I step on the scar, I know what I'm gonna weigh. It's a range from like probably like two or two or two or one or two or three. I wanna, I'm gonna try to get up like two or five, but to be honest, it's a speed league. So I feel like the best way to stay healthy is not weight, it's pad level. Yeah. In, in mobility. So I know some guys in the league, like, and you know, I'm friends with a couple of the, you know, top running backs in the game. You know, you, they don't play at what you see on the internet. Not even close. Less. A lot less. Now, would you say pad level? Because people hear that at home sometimes, yeah. and I, I I don't necessarily think we pay as much importance to that as we probably should. Has that always been natural to you? Because everybody talks about your pad level. Is that something you had going back to Pee Wee High School? Yeah, if I'm being honest, I think it was more like my contact balance than anything. Yeah, that that I've I've been good at, but I'm I'm also like probably like. I have a low center of gravity. I'll put it that way. Um, but last year, you know, I'm, I'm watching the tape. I kind of, I was kind of running too high. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Like, I feel like just assessing my game and how and how much better I can get. Um, yeah, I think I ran a little bit too high, but I have such good contact balance that it bails me out a lot. Like I get hit or like I get grabbed by the by the jersey and I can just like. Ugh. And kept and, and not even miss a step, but I just want to be able to put that along with lower pad level, and and and, and just see where how it goes. Like see where I go. You talk yeah. about contact balance. Do you get mad when the first guy takes you down because it doesn't happen very often? Yeah, I get super pissed. Like. <laughs> Cuss words. <laughs> you, you don't want to be around you in the yeah. film room when you see that happen. I, just, I get so mad, and it's like it's a it's super embarrassing for me. I get super embarrassed, but it's because I've always I've always been taught that from when I was a kid, like really small. My dad's like, all right, like before a game, he'll be like, "Lady son, have a good game. Don't let the first man attack." Every Saturday, he used to say that. But all right, probably. And that was just the case. Like, it was never that. So, like, when somebody, so like as you get older, like, you know, you play the game, the game happens. But when it does happen, I'm like, man. Like, you go back and watch, like, any clip. I had a clip. I could probably think of, like, three right now. One, we was playing uh, the Titans on second play of the game. We had, like, a pitch to the left. And I get crushed. I think it was by um, Jayon Brown. Okay. What's his last name? Jayon Jayon Smith, something like that. But he's a good player, though. I get crushed by him, and I don't go down. I don't go down. I stay up on my feet. That's like the contact bounce we were talking about. I break the tackle completely. And I, I'm about to bounce out and take it down, the sideline for a first down, and he, like, swipes me in that ankle. Dang, right? And then uh, the, the Bucks. I wish I could have that one back. But my ankle was killing me that game, to be honest. But he swiped me. Antoine Winfield. I trained with Antoine in, in Florida. Yeah? He swipes me in the ankle, and I go down like the 10-yard line. 
and of course I'm such a nice guy. I get the touchdown to Braxton. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a couple of them, man. I just really think about like it keeps me up at night. Does it really? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but it's just because I love it and I want to win. Man, yeah, your love for the game is real. Yeah, seriously. Like I was in like even like today, I was I didn't really turn away. I was probably like wasn't the best mood this morning. I woke up with a headache, but. I touched that green grass. Oh my god! I ready. I ready to play. And it's like football brings me so much happiness. And like also like the people like I'm in the locker room with, they bring me like so much joy too. Just somebody that grass man makes me super happy. How much did you guys collectively grow as a group? So over, much. Like over the off season. Yeah. Well, what you experienced last year together, and how that could help you now that you're seeing all these off-season additions added to the mix as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I feel like last season, you know, we kind of trauma-bonded. You know, trauma-bonded. Yeah. I like that. Because nobody likes to lose. But I feel like we play so hard for each other that I know, I know, because you don't know. You're a rookie. You don't really know a lot. But I know now that these dudes will go to war for me, and I go to war for them, and they know that about me. So um, that's, that's not in question. And... We brought, I know it's the NFL and you can't really bring every single player back, but we brought a good, you know, good amount of us back. And so you look at a team like Cincy, that's how they, that's how they got to the ball. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they, they brought guys back and let them develop and let them, you know, flourish in, the, in what the, what they ended up being. You know, they went to the Super Bowl. And if I'm being honest, might have, maybe should have won it. But what ifs don't count. You got to just play as it is. But um, really good team though. Um, but yeah, you just you gotta let the players like d grow and develop. And I know that like, time waits for no man in this league, but there's a there's an aspect of of development that needs to be done. And so, um, just yeah, we're we're way closer. And then you know the additions. You know when you build a culture in within the locker room of of all right, like it no matter what it takes, we try to win. And then you you don't you don't it doesn't matter who you bring in it doesn't matter whoever it is we're gonna make sure that they're ready to help us win because winning at this point is like the only thing that matters because you like look you look at a guy like say he has like twelve hundred rushing yards and his team's three wins four wins you think he's going to the Pro Bowl no he's gonna be at the house just because people are attracted to success. And so, like when the when when you're voting on that type of stuff, they're gonna look at, oh, okay, well this guy's been winning games too, all pro, same thing. How are you gonna be one of the best players in the league and your team sucks? Yeah, it's just it's just what it is, and and you can be one of the best players in the league on a bad team, but they don't see it as that from the outside looking in. They see it as, oh, if your team sucks, you suck, <laughs> and that's just what it is from a, from a fan perspective. WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. Oh, 
What do you think about a Brees Hall just in the, the interactions that you've had with him, maybe off the field or what you've seen briefly from him on the field? Yeah, he's he's humble. He's uh he's confident. And that's one thing that you need in the league is confidence. Cause there's gonna be some times where you're gonna get got just because that's just the nature of the beast. And there's a lot of guys in the league that are good as well. Great. Legendary. So, um, he has confidence, he's humble. He asks questions. He's super eager to learn. Um, he always has a do rag on, which is so funny. Yeah, because yeah, I don't even know what his hair looks like underneath. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's super cool dude, man. Like um, from day one, he I hit him on draft day, and you know, congrats, fam. Like you know, what I'm supposed to do. And then uh, he hit me, you know, basically on the same thing he says out in the media, you know. Do you do you like his game? Yeah, I do. He's a uh, he can run. He's fast. He can catch. He can block. You know what I liked about you, uh, Brian Baldinger. Uh, Baldy. Uh, you know it's funny. Quick story. Yeah, go. I'm in Fort Lauderdale, going back home to train, and uh, I see him at the airport. Big Did Baldy. He? I seen him at the airport. I was like, "Hey, Baldy." He was like, "Hey." <laughs> Like always on edge, like I get it, fam. I shouldn't have put him on him at the airport. <laughs> but I like Michael Carter, Jeff. Oh, how are you? You know, does he live out here? He lives in Jersey. He might. South I guess Jersey you can't say that on here. But South Jersey outside Philly. Where? Yeah, he is kind of a Philly cat. That's you just got, you just did his voice pretty well right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen his face though. It was so funny. Yeah, um, yeah, super cool guy. So we're watching practice last year. Yeah. It was probably one of your early practices. And typically when you see guys go through individual drills, it's always a veteran who's the first guy up. And Baldy hits me on the shoulder and says, who's that guy? Who's that guy? I said, that's Michael Carter. He said, every drill, he's the first guy up. Every guy. Every yeah. drill. It would, feel, it would feel like uncomfortable for me to go last. I've always been the first in line. Like everything I did, cause my thing is like a lot of a lot of people are afraid to mess up. Well, if I mess up, that's just what it is. But I don't want to just sit in the background and just like life life pass me by. I gotta get it now. So that's kind of how I approach it. I think uh, in a couple of years, might even be this year, there are gonna be guys saying sitting in this chair saying that I'm looking up to Michael Carter, like the way you talk about. George Fant, C.J. Mosley, and Tevin Coleman, because your approach is professional from the get. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that you know when you when you bring guys in that want to that want to be great, it's hard to it's hard to go get that title. Like it's hard to be great because that's like not just a like you don't you're not great off of one game, two games, five games, ten games. It's every it's every day. Like CJ Mosley is a great player. He's a great human, right? Like he does everything right. Like that's greatness. We on the phone. We on a phone call with Michael Vick yesterday. That's greatness. He lived life every single day, great. And like everybody has their opinion about like you know his situation. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you can't take anything from him because a lot of guys don't make it in this league. He excelled from day one. And in a market 
that that was fiending for a successful football team. Kind of like ours. Yeah. So it's a it was super cool to hear him talk yesterday. But just like whenever whenever you have greatness around you, like or when you ha when you have access to greatness, like it's so important to take advantage of it as someone who's who's like there. So I started to regret every single day. And so yeah, I I hope and pray that you know there's a guy sitting in this chair next year. Man, like you know Michael Carr is a great example. Cause that would mean a lot to me. It's gonna happen. Sure. Uh, can I ask you a little bit about your style a little bit? We uh, you got yeah. the Mike Tyson shirt on today. I love that. The hat. Um, do you put a lot of thought into what you're going with, or is it kind of like you get up in the morning and what you're feeling that day? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I when I first started, like well, I've always been able to like coordinate and dress, but now that, like. You know, more money, more problems. So, um, I really like I really like dressing up and stuff. But whether it's calm or casual, or you know, like you're actually dressing up or going out to eat or doing something. Um, but yeah, I got this shirt off Instagram, which is so funny. But this hat, I got. Um, I met this guy in New Orleans. I went to the. Um, me and uh, Javante went to the national championship basketball game. Oh, did you? Yeah. So we spent the weekend in New Orleans. Funny, we missed our flight after the game and we just stayed on purpose. Like, we was talking in the airport and we met uh, Daryl Williams from Kansas City. I guess he just signed with the Cardinals actually. We met him in the airport and we're talking, we're chopping it up like, and we're sitting in the airport at the, at the gate and Vontae misses his flight just cause he's having such a good time. So we're like, you know what bro, I'm changing my flight too. And so we went home, back to the hotel. Uh, we went to eat, got some gumbo, jambalaya, Rice and beans, all that. And we went to the store called uh, Made in the Hood and a super cool brand. And uh, the guy named Tucci, shout out my dog. <laughs> so I got his hat on today. You might see it. Um, but yeah, like now I don't even think about it. I got, I have clothes to the point where like, you buy you buy a piece instead of just like you buy clothes because it's gonna go with the outfit one time. So now like when you buy like a lot of those pieces, they can mix and match with each other. So that like, when you buy, say you buy one shirt, we have four or five pairs of pants that go with it. Right. Now you have ample clothes and ample outfits. Cause you, you don't wanna you wanna try not to wear the same thing twice for a while. Like you wanna spread out like, you know, how often you but wear it. But it's like outfit. being a running back. He, your outfit's gonna be versatile. Yeah. You 100%. take a shirt and use it with yeah. different pieces. Yeah, there's guys who, who wanna wear colorful and then there's guys who like neutral colors and then there's the dicky the dicky suit guys. And <laughs> And if I'm being honest, like I like the dicky suits. I think they're cool. Yeah. A dicky suit with a turtleneck. I'll tell you what, hell of a run for your Carolina basketball team. Man, how about them? Shout out to uh, Armando and uh, the guards, uh, RJ and uh, Caleb. Manic. <laughs> Manic. Yeah. You guys going to be preseason number one next year. They are. They Maybe. are, actually. Well, because they're all coming back. Maybe yeah. you and Javante will be back wherever the Final Four is next year. Uh. Yeah, but I wanted to win it this time. Yeah. Yeah, so they better win it, if I'm being honest. They all come back. Whole starting five coming back. Except for Manning. Manning's leaving. But, Loaded. But yeah. for now, we're going to concentrate on the Jets, and I yeah. know fans are pumped to watch you in year two and what's ahead. Uh, we're going by The Voice. That is Michael Carter. The Voice. The voice Thanks, the buddy. Voice, the voice.